Welcome to the Israel Daily News Podcast. I'm your host, Shanna Fold, and I'm here to get you caught up quickly. I've got some top news stories for you today from Israel. And guess what? You're listening, so you're already on top of your game. Survive and thrive, people. Knowledge is the best weapon. Today is Monday, October 18th. 2021 in the Gregorian calendar and the 12th of Cheshvan 5782 in the Hebrew calendar. Now, let's get to the news. Israel is marking 26 years since former Prime Minister Yitzhak Rabin's assassination by a far-right Jewish extremist in what is today called Rabin Square, formerly known as Kings of Israel Square. A candlelighting ceremony will be attended by top Knesset officials at President Herzog's residence in the afternoon today. Opposition leader Benjamin Netanyahu announced that he will not be attending the ceremony, giving no reason behind his decision. The office says that protocol does not require him to attend the ceremony at Mount Herzl Cemetery, but stated that he would speak at a special session in the Knesset later on in the day. It's usually the norm for opposition leaders to attend the annual ceremony, but there's been tension between Netanyahu and the Rabin family, which has accused Bibi of inciting the very violence that killed Rabin in the first place. Bibi regularly rebuffs the allegations, calling them a form of, quote, political assassination. In the weeks before the Rabin assassination, Netanyahu, along with other senior members of Likud, attended a rally in Jerusalem, which branded Rabin as a traitor for his signing of a peace agreement with the Palestinians. Rabin was assassinated November 4th, 1995, by the way. Netanyahu had said it is his duty to express his opposition to the Oslo Accords, which Rabin signed during his tenure as prime minister. He said, quote, I vehemently opposed the calls of traitor directed toward him, but I thought he was wrong and mistaken in the direction that he took. It was an error to make peace with the enemy, end quote. As of today, 100 Arabs have officially been killed within Israel proper, and the mayor of the town named Bina is not happy about that statistic. 44-year-old Salim Abdal Karim Hasarma died from a car chase shooting. His brother was also killed back in 2019. Surveillance footage shows Hasarma trying to get away in his vehicle while being trailed by another car. He then gets out of the car and makes a run for it on foot, only to be targeted by bullets and brought down. Mayor Ali Abu Iyad was able to identify him and said that he knows his family has been warring with another local family, but can't be sure that that was the cause of the gun violence this time. The police are opening an investigation, but the mayor says, quote, The violence in Arab society is overwhelming, and the police have yet to solve the murders we've seen in Bina. They show up to patrol and leave without doing anything. End quote. In related news, the government is advancing a proposal that would expand the ability of the Israeli police to make searches without needing a court warrant. 
It's a controversial move not to need a court warrant, and it's apparently intended to put a stop to the violence in Arab communities. Justice Minister Gideon Sa'ar told the cabinet that, quote, we must give the police and law enforcement agencies better tools to succeed in their missions. Sa'ar's bill will go to the Knesset and will likely be fast-tracked since it's been introduced to since it has been introduced by the government. So in Israel, if a government introduces it, it can be sped up and pushed ahead. The Hamas terror group in Gaza is sending two men to their deaths and two men to hard labor as punishment for apparently collaborating with Israel. Now, the articles online don't detail to what degree these men collaborated or what that looks like, but it certainly has the attention of Palestinians, especially Palestinian President Mahmoud Abbas, who insists that there should be no executions to any Palestinian without his explicit permission. Now, let's just orient you. Palestinian President Mahmoud Abbas presides over the West Bank, and Hamas is the terror group that organizes and governs the Gaza Strip, okay? Two separate places with the same peoples, the Palestinian people. Last week, a man was sentenced to 15 years behind bars for just selling land to Jews. But that was a sentence that came from the Palestinian Authority in the West Bank. The man is from Bethlehem. The two men that we brought from today's story are set to be hanged which makes them the sixth and seventh to be executed just this year. Since Hamas took control of Gaza in 2007, they have sentenced 130 people to death using Hamas courts of law, and 25 people were executed straight away by government demand. Those figures come from a report from B'Tselem, which is an Israeli human rights group. If you are getting caught up with us here at the Israel Daily News podcast, we would like you to consider sending over a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash Israel Daily News slash support. The financial support that we get from subscribers helps us maintain our show, it helps us grow, and it helps us reach new audiences, and we are so excited to do that. Subscribers will get a handwritten thank you note and a little poem that I come up with myself to let you know how thrilled we are to have your support. Thank you for your interest in being up to date on Israeli affairs, Israeli politics, our world politics. We have one central link in the show notes, which you can click on, and it'll take you to the page where you too can make a contribution and feel good knowing that you are supporting independent journalism. Yay! So check that out at israeldaily.news. You can also support us by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. That's number one. Number two, you can share the show with a friend. And number three, you can follow us on social media at israeldaily.news, as well as Shanafold. My name has two N's in it, and I'm very sensitive about that. Now for two quick little foreign affairs bites because I couldn't help myself. I'm definitely giving you way more than five stories here today. Usually I do the top five stories coming out of Israel, but I had to get it all in there. I really, there was there was a lot of news. I You know, we, we were away for the weekend. We had a couple days off for the weekend. So here we're back. I'm giving you these last few stories here. India's foreign minister was applauding Israel at a meeting just yesterday between CEOs, businessmen, and government officials that happened at the King David Hotel in Jerusalem when he said, Israel in many ways is perhaps our most trusted and innovative partner. 
Well, that's cool. That's encouraging. He also said, quote, the degree of trust between us is very high, end quote. The Indian foreign minister will be on business here in Israel until October 21st. So he's here for another few days. Exciting to hear some kind words from not quite a neighbor, but not not a neighbor. And as for Sweden's foreign minister, she's here Anne Lind landed in Israel Sunday night in an effort to rehabilitate ties that were not strong or positive during the last decade. Of course, Lind will meet with Israel's foreign minister, Yair Lapid, President Isaac Herzog, and she'll be visiting the Yad Vashem Museum in Jerusalem. She will also head over to an exhibit that's celebrating 70 years of diplomatic relations between Sweden and Israel. That's cool. She'll be meeting with Palestinian Authority leadership in the West Bank as well. Relations between Sweden and Israel have not been so great since Sweden recognized a Palestinian state and accused Israel of extrajudicial killings of Palestinian Palestinians in 2014. The visit comes as relations have thawed over the last few years. In 2019, Lynn tweeted that Sweden wants, quote, more cooperation with Israel, not less. End quote. She also said that Stockholm, which is the capital of Sweden, does not support the boycotts of Israel. Lapid and Lind also spoke on the phone last month, which we which we noted here in the Israel Daily News podcast, marking the first such call between the top diplomats in seven years. The Israeli Air Force, alongside the air forces of seven other participant countries, began the international blue flag training exercises. Israeli and German jets flew over Jerusalem in a show of solidarity and marked the first time German je- the first time German jets flew over the city since World War One. The IDF says the flyby expresses the strong partnership and connection between the air forces and the countries, as well as the commitment to continued cooperation in the future. The blue flag drills were launched in 2013 and held every two years to strengthen cooperation between the participating countries. The air forces of Germany, Italy, Britain, France, India, Greece, and the U.S. will take part in drills in the Negev, which is Israel's desert, until October 28th, so for 10 more days. Commander Norkin of the IAF, or Israel Aviation Forces, says, We're living in a very complicated region, and the threats to the state of Israel from Gaza, Lebanon, Syria, and Iran are only increasing. And that's why there's a need to hold these international exercises. And before we head out, shout out to all those involved in the Dead Sea Museum photo shoot in Arad, especially Ari Fruchter for arranging a huge display yesterday. Iconic American photographer Spencer Tunick had 200 naked people painted in all white. He had them line up in rows of 10 for a photo shoot out there in the desert near the Dead Sea. The installation was done, and by the way, this is his fir- his third photo shoot here in Israel, the Dead Sea, in an effort to support and bring attention to the new Dead Sea Museum, which we highlighted in an exclusive interview on Instagram Live when the museum opened some months back. So you could check out our Instagram Live feed for it. It was a video. Tunic did his last photo shoot in 2011 and is back because, according to him, the Dead Sea is evaporating and we, quote, need to find a way to sustain the level or to bring fresh water into the Dead Sea, but at the same time, keep all countries surrounding with water. Water is life. 
Here's some text from the Times of Israel piece on this. They had some interesting stuff. It says that the models for this shoot were painted white to represent the pillars of salt from the biblical story of Lot's wife, the Genesis. Genesis is one of the books of the five books of the Torah or the Bible. The Genesis character who was turned into a pillar of salt when she looked back at Sodom, which is the name of the ancient city that was in the Dead Sea region at the time. The models were covered in white body paint head to toe. It took just 10 minutes to get fully covered in paint, but a full three days to wash it completely off. All right. Well, that is it for today's show. Today is Monday, October 18th, 2021. Tel Aviv has a low of 21 degrees Celsius and a high of 26 degrees. That's 69 degrees Fahrenheit for the low, going up to 79 degrees for the high. Subscribe to the Israel Daily News Podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're hearing it from. We are everywhere. Don't forget to sign up to our Israel Weekly News Wrap. It's a newsletter with the top five stories coming out of Israel from throughout the week and we sent it out just last night. Thank you to Alex Schloss for today's stories and updates and Michelle Milner for her social media work. I'll send you off today with Schmoozin' by Kosha Dills. Have a great and productive day. Since my Bristol, Mr. Potato, West our brisket, Kanish flow for clunk, Bigala, fucking around, and you ain't never from on tour when I'm coming to town. Trave Tuchis, ladies be under my gown, Yentas on Yun Diff, and they run in their mouth. Ass Sadie with a fat Zuffig up in the house. This is for my baby mamas and my bubby who down. So I snore so loud when I sleep, I can't dream about fresh dicks and a way to dance with a nice girl who catch and she like my pants. If she don't want my smack up. Ask her friends Kitch kitch from Canada's in the kibbutz room Holy moly shamoli she looking for a shit soon But I'm straight with sugar now Spitzing like I'm in a June Be a mention's really cool Yenda's in the house Yo I'm feeling you Who's in for bringing the party? Who's in for bringing the party? Jewish The models and Bobby I know you Bobby I know you love me Who's in for bringing the party? A cocker to a balabuster Cherish from the fact I'll probably have to meet the mother Waiting for the chillin' the life Enough chutzpah so the chillin' is tight Chillin' your wife, I stay grindin' You know fuck cocktail in the brain Make my pit stop shape my eyes in insane Yiddish flow, I'm a hustler Bubbler with brains, rap like this You'll never have a crap job to maintain Famished from the MS No say, sharp like my pen is No nick in the rap game, respected Boy chick don't act out like a schmendrick Kosher cuts and the macha gets spoiled